Hi, this is Brennan Davis from Bedrock Games and the Bedrock Blog, and today I'm going to be reviewing Shaolin Prince, a 1983 Shaw Brothers release directed by Tong Kai. I, I reviewed it, uh, his other two movies that he directed. He was normally an action choreography, but, uh, choreographer, but he directed three movies. Um, the date on this one I'm not 100% sure on because I've seen different dates put out for it, but uh, somewhere between 81 and 83 this was released. It's very similar to Shaolin Intruders in a lot of ways. The... Um, uh, in fact, it ha the cast is very similar. Uh, the actor who plays the abbot in this of Shaolin Temple also plays the abbot in um, in the uh, in in Shaolin Intruders. Uh, it's not it's not necessarily uh, uh, they're not necessarily connected, but you could almost see them as being connected just for some of the uh, the casting choices and the similarities in um, in the setting. Uh, so the movie. Number one, this is a really gonzo film. This is a you know it's a uh, one of the later Shaw Brothers movies, and those do tend to be over the top. And uh, and this one in particular features a lot of different elements. It has uh, it has you know sort of no standard wuxia elements, but it also has ghosts. It has you know swords that shoot beams of energy. It's got all. It's got a lot of a uh, little more over the top supernatural elements than you often find in a wuxia movie. And it's also got a lot of comedy. Um, and just generally, it's a very, it, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a very sort of well-rounded movie, uh, with a lot of fighting in it. There's a, there's a ton of fight scenes in this. The fight scenes are all really well choreographed. Um, I'll get into all that in a minute, but, uh, the, the basic premise is the, uh, the empire is taken over by the ninth prince and in order, in order to secure his power, he, he kills the previous emperor, and the emperor's children need to be secreted away so that they don't get killed as well. And there's this great opening sequence where the assassins show up at, at the at the court, and and the emperor's men are trying to uh, strap a bunch of different babies to their backs or to their bellies, and 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 try to escape with the different princes. And so, um, you know, uh, you know, word of warning, you know. Not all of the babies escape, and and they don't, you know, and and, and that is clearly shown on screen. Um, but it's it leads to a fight where you have all these um, uh, officials in the court who are who are uh, trying to fend off the assassins and escape while having babies on them. And you know they eventually, you know they 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 make their escape. The uh, the the emperor kills himself in order to uh, toward. A, to prevent one of the assassins from from holding him hostage, and they and they vowed to protect the children. As they're making their escape, they're attacked by um, I think the character was uh, I think there were there was a water e I think one was called a water general and the other one was called the fire eater. Um, in the uh, Hong Kong movie database, they're just both called fire general and water general. But one guy dresses in blue, one guy dresses in red. The fire guy has like a you know like one of those fire eating sticks, but it's burning on both ends, and he can throw it and it'll explode. And the water general has these really cool swords that are I don't know quite how to describe them. They almost look like they have blades running up either side, almost like the 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 bristles of a comb, and. Um, and they're 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 sort of like the really uh, they're, they're like the two reliable uh, fighters that the uh, that the ninth prince, who is the villain in the movie, uh, draws upon. So th so only two of the kids escape. Uh, one of them gets brought to the prime minister, who raises him, and this is uh, Derek Yee's character. He um, he plays Wang, and 
Tilung is brought to a group of three Shaolin monks who are living in a house. They, they all have long hair because they're being punished and they've been forced to live away from the monastery. And they've taken a vow not to not to set foot out of the house for as long as they're being punished. It's I think it's a long time, like 20 years they have to wait. Um, so uh, so the other child gets brought there and he's played, <clears throat> excuse me, he's played by T. Lung. And uh, his character's name is Dao, I believe. And so they uh, so then, you know, the, the both both of them grow into adulthood. Uh, T. Lung is raised in the, uh, you know, in, in sort of the, you know, the, by, by these, uh, these three, these three monks, they call them the, the holy fools in the movie. And, and, uh, Derek Yee is raised by the prime minister. The, uh, Derek Yee character knows that he has to eventually take on the, uh, ninth prince. And so he, uh, and he, he's told by the man who's teaching him Kung Fu that, he needs to go and get a special manual from Shaolin Temple, and and if he can learn that, then he should be able to defeat the Ninth Prince. When he goes there, he ends up connecting with with Ti Lung's character. There's a lot of shenanigans going on at Shaolin Temple. A couple of the monks there are working for the Ninth Prince, and so they end up having to fight their way out of Shaolin Temple, and then they come back to um, to the palace and and face off against uh, against ninth prince's men and then there's a big showdown which is um not at the palace itself it's actually at shaolin temple they kind of get there by uh um uh, a really meandering path but but there's a big showdown with uh with uh ninth prince and i'll talk about that at the end of the at the end of the review but that's the basic plot i probably skipped over a bunch of stuff um but it's 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 a it's, i thought this was a great movie i thought this was a really enjoyable film um, Tong Kai only directed three movies. He was an action director, though, so he brings that uh, to bear on these, and it really shows. Um, the fight sequences, they're well choreographed. They use a lot of wire work, and the wire work is really well done in this one. And it's just very whimsical and, and, and takes a lot of chances and is constantly doing, like, inventive little things that are just, you know, like, every, everything from, you know... From 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 the babies to the uh, to um, to the fight with the, there's a at one point midway through the film uh, T Lung is uh, is dragged to an exorcism and told that he has to perform an exorcism at this uh, I think it was called the Shower Mansion and there's a woman there who keeps getting possessed by a ghost and so there's a big battle with this woman she grows these long nails and starts attacking T Lung and then that's when Derek Yi shows up and he. He defeats her with a with a magic sword that he carries. So it's just stuff. There's just all kinds of things going on in the movie. There's a lot of comedy. The three holy fools are are played for laughs. One of them has you know his eyes are crossed, and the other two sort of speak ridiculously. But they're probably the most righteous characters at the Shaolin Temple in this movie. The rest of Shaolin, they're either in cahoots with the uh, with the ninth prince, or they're just kind of not all that trustworthy or reliable. Uh, even the abbot is kind of not the abbot, but the uh, um, one of the one of the other uh, like lower abbots is uh, is kind of in it for himself. So it's uh, I don't know I, I I liked it. I thought I thought it had a lot of a, a lot of stuff going for it. There's a you know the, the there's all kinds of different weaponry in this. I loved it. Then the final scene, the um the the villain uh, Ninth Prince is played by Jason Pipeau and he's he's magnificent in this role, but he has a, um 
his whole look and his whole persona, a lot of it reminded me of the of the eunuch from the original Dragon Gate Inn movie. Uh, he's not a eunuch in this, but just the look and his feel and and the way in, in the final scene, he, he's on a sedan chair and he leaps off the sedan chair and attacks the heroes. And it just it so reminded me of, of that character. Um, and, and, you know, the but in the final battle, the sedan chair is actually a weapon. He has this chair that he can uh, that at first he's just kind of having his men. Uh, turn it and twist it to his advantage and he's using it to gain the higher ground but then as they get closer to him he they, like secret blades are shooting out the 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 shafts that they're using to to sort of uh, to put on their shoulders to carry him you know uh, those also have blades that shoot out of them there's they can they can move and be manipulated so he's he's, he's d- developed a uh, a sedan chair that's a, that's literally a weapon and and while he doesn't use it the whole time in the final battle, it's a big part of it. And I just thought that was great. That was a, a really entertaining uh, part of this movie. The the fight sequences can go on for some time. You have to like fighting to like this movie. This is a um, I think the final battle. I, I didn't I didn't time it, but it's pretty long. It's it's always engaging and enjoyable. But again, this is the kind of movie you need to be able to sit through long fight sequences followed by other long fight sequences to and if you can't do that you might not enjoy it uh i know i know that not some people are more into the story some people are more into the fighting some people like a mix um this has a fine story the story is great and the characters are great i like the t lung character i like Derek E. I like the three holy fools i like all the little shenanigans going on at the at the at chalun temple and i i think that uh um you know overall it's a it's a it's a it's an enjoyable story but it's not the story isn't as important as say is in his other movie um shallon intruders uh in this one you can you can focus a little more on on the fighting i think um but it's just it's it's if i had to sort of compare it to other films i would say this is a cross between shallon intruders and holy flame of the martial world it's that it's got it it has some of the the real gonzo elements that holy flame brings not quite as much as that but enough that it's discernible and it has you know a lot of the other sort of um you know actors and setting and and vibe of uh of um shallon intruders so this again i thought this was a really fine movie uh it's available on prime i I, I don't know why the dates are all mixed up on this one. I'm assuming I I, I, I originally thought this came out before um, uh, Shallon Intruders, but I guess it came out. I mean, I thought it came out after, but I think it actually came out before. Um, but I've seen it listed as 1983, 1982, and as 1981. And uh, it also goes by a bunch of other names. It goes by Desk, Death Mask of the Ninja and iron fingers of death there's no ninja in this movie it just that was just the name for whatever reason um but you can find it shaolin prince uh on amazon prime streaming right now again the director is tong kai it was uh, i thought it was a great movie there's uh there's even this there's one wonderful part of it where uh uh the Derek yi character has to has to uh you know and this is sort of one of the similarities to Shaolin Intruders, in order to to gain access to the to the book that he wants, the the abbot says, "Well, you have to face our eighteen Buddha attack." And so eighteen men all attack him, and it's a it's a I, it's just one of these great formation scenes. Um, but again, there there is there is fun and zany at times as the movie can be. It's pretty brutal and bloody at times as well. Like I said, the the opening sequence. 
they fight with babies strapped to them and not all the babies make it you know like some babies are getting burned and 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 killed and so you know there's there's not going to be for everybody i suppose and a lot of, and a lot of uh, a lot of the um you know there there are impalements throughout the film things like that uh but yeah i, I love the movie and i liked that uh you know you had these three monks who had long hair which you don't you know you, you know, typically you see the monks with the shaved head and uh and that they're all kind of very unorthodox uh and being punished but but they're they're ultimately the most righteous monks in the sect and they're the ones they kind of train the t lung character from an early age and and the whole there's a very brief period in the film where they're just dealing with with him when he's like first a man and and they show you sort of aspects of his training with the uh with the three holy fools and and their whole thing is they want to protect him from uh you know from unexpected attacks and 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 teach him not to not you know that danger is everywhere so if he's you know bringing in bread into the house they'll just turn around and, and smack him with a with a with a weapon or or you know you know drop kick him or something so it, 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 you know there's the, the the relationship between him and the three holy fools is, is interesting and it's also uh it's i also like the way that they show how he's trained um and, so, and, and the training stuff comes back later in the film, which is good. But the final fight sequence, I think, is the, the thing to watch. That's the That was my favorite part of the movie. And I thought Jason Piepiao just shined as the, uh, the, the, the ninth prince. He's, he has, these, uh, he has these ga- this gauntlet that he wears on his right hand. And it's got these two fingers that just stick out. They're like permanently, you know, they're like pointing out permanently. And he uses them to like stab people with. And he has a a sword that's uh, that I think is stashed in his sedan chair that he draws out. That's like a really narrow sword. So he's I don't know, just a really cool villain. And he also wears a like a mesh under his shirt so he can't be cut. Uh, but yeah, it's a good good movie. I, I highly recommend it. Um, again, Donkai he only directed three three films, but he is as an action choreographer, he was he did a, he did a lot of movies. So um, so and it's it's you know. I, I don't know the reason for why he didn't uh, direct more movies, but Shaw Brothers did kind of, uh, kind of crumble soon after, so it might have just been that. But all right, so I will let you go, and I will hopefully be back on with more reviews. Um, I'll also have some more updates for Bedrock Games, and um, and I'm gonna have another discussion next week. Next week we're gonna be talking about Come Drink with Me, uh, which is one of my favorite movies, and and then after that I think we're gonna be doing the duel. So. All right, I will talk to you later.